continue our Holy Week services as we remember the crucifixion and death of our Lord. A couple of um, reminders as we begin our service. The first is, um, although there is no offering tonight, we would really love to know that you were here. and We'd also like to celebrate and lift up any prayer requests you have. So there is a connection card in your bulletin. If you would please, at some point in the service, take a moment and fill that out. And as you leave tonight, you can drop those in the offering plates at the exits. If you're worshiping with us online, um, please take a moment at some point tonight as well and fill out an online card so we know that you were with us. Uh, this service is, is really one where we let the scriptures speak for themselves. And so the, the end of our service, we will go through uh, the last seven words of Christ on the cross. And after the, the final words of Christ, we will have uh, the death toll, which is the 33 rings of a bell remembering um, the 33 years of Christ's life. Uh, and then we'll remain in silence for a few minutes. And then when the lights come back up, we invite you to depart in silence tonight. Uh, and then our service will conclude on Sunday morning at either 8 or 10 a.m. We hope you'll join us for our Easter worship then. Our call to worship tonight is the beginning of Friday's story from Luke chapter 23, verses 1 through 12. Then the assembly rose as a body and brought Jesus before Pilate. They began to accuse him, saying, We found this man perverting our nation, forbidding us to pay taxes to the emperor, and saying that he himself is the Messiah, a king. Then Pilate asked him, are you the king of the Jews? He answered, You say so. Then Pilate said to the chief priests and the crowds, I find no basis for an accusation against this man. But they were insistent and said, He stirs up the people by teaching throughout all Judea, from Galilee where he began, even to this place. When Pilate heard this, he asked whether the man was a Galilean. And when he learned he was under Herod's jurisdiction, he sent him off to Herod, who was himself in Jerusalem at that time. When Herod saw Jesus, he was very glad, for he had been wanting to see him for a long time because he had heard about him and was hoping to see him perform some sign. He questioned him at some length, but Jesus gave him no answer. The chief priests and the scribes stood by, vehemently accusing him. Even Herod, with his soldiers, treated him with contempt and mocked him. Then he put an elegant robe on him and sent him back to Pilate. That same day, Herod and Pilate became friends with each other. Before this, they had been enemies. Let's stand and sing our opening hymn, My Song is Love Unknown. Show. 
Please join me in our communal prayer. O crucified Jesus, Son of the Father, conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, eternal Word of God, we worship you. O crucified Jesus, holy temple of God, dwelling place of the Most High, gate of heaven, sanctuary of justice and love, we worship you. O crucified Jesus, ruler of every heart, in you are all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. In you dwells all the fullness of the Godhead. We worship you. Jesus, Lamb of God, have mercy on us. Jesus, bearer of our sins, have mercy on us. Jesus, redeemer of the world, grant us peace. Almighty God, look with mercy on your family for whom our Lord Jesus Christ was willing to be betrayed and to be given over to the hands of sinners and to suffer death on a cross, who now lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. You may be seated. had the privilege when we were uh, in Jerusalem with our, our pilgrimage group uh, a year or two ago um, to visit a place um, called uh, St. Peter Galacantro, and I've got a, a picture of that church. Um, this is the church that's built over the location of Caiaphas's court. You remember last night on Thursday night, Jesus is taken um, by the, the armed guards of the scribes and Pharisees, and he's tried before the religious council at Caiaphas's court, Caiaphas being the high priest of Israel at the time. And he is mocked, and um, he is convicted. And then the Gospel of Matthew tells us that on Friday morning, uh, they take him into uh, the court of Pilate. But there are some hours between the evening trial and the morning trial that the scriptures don't describe for us. However, if you, if you go to St. Peter Galicantro and this church built over the ancient location of Caiaphas's court, uh, in the basement of that church are um, uh, several caves. One of them looks like that. Um, and you can see just kind of there, some windows have been cut in and some stairs have been added. Um, but if you'll just show that next picture, um, you get a sense of, of kind of what that room was like. Um, this is most likely where Jesus was imprisoned overnight after his first trial and before uh, the political trials before Pilate and Herod. There are no doors in this prison at the time of Jesus, so um, he would have been lowered in through a hole in the roof, um, through a rope and then um, drawn out the same way in the morning. Today, in this location, um, there is a podium, if you'll show that one last picture. Um, and on that podium, there is a, a book that has one chapter of the Bible in like 125 different languages. And that chapter is Psalm 88. And more than anything else, it captures that experience of 
um, Christ's imprisonment over Thursday night and into Friday morning. So I, I guess I want to have you imagine that scene and think of Christ in that pit, looking up perhaps through a tiny bit of light in the ceiling as you hear these words from Psalm 88. O Lord, God of my salvation, when at night I cry out in your presence, let my prayer come before you. Incline your ear to my cry. For my soul is full of troubles and my life draws near to Sheol. I am counted among those who go down to the pit. I am like those who have no help like those forsaken among the dead, like the slain that lie in the grave, like those whom you remember no more, for they are cut off from your hand. You have put me in the depths of the pit, in the regions dark and deep. Your wrath lies heavy upon me, and you overwhelm me with all your waves. You have caused my companions to shun me. You have made me a thing of horror to them. I am shut in so that I cannot escape. My eye grows dim through sorrow. Every day I call on you, O Lord. I spread out my hands to you. Do you work wonders for the dead? Do the shades rise up to praise you? Is your steadfast love declared in the grave? or your faithfulness in Abaddon? Are your wonders known in the darkness or your saving help in the land of forgetfulness? But I, O Lord, cry out to you. In the morning my prayer comes before you. O Lord, why do you cast me off? Why do you hide your face from me? Wretched and close to death from my youth up, I suffer your terrors, I am desperate. Your wrath has swept over me. Your dread assaults destroy me. They surround me like a flood all day long. From all sides they close in on me. You have caused friend and neighbor to shun me. My companions are in darkness. Tonight, we will journey with Jesus through um, the last hours of his life, reading the last words of Christ on the cross. And as we um, take this path with him, I invite you to reflect on the extraordinary love and sacrifice of your Savior for you. Pilate then called together the chief priests, the leaders, and the people, and said to them, You brought me this man as one who was perverting the people, and here I have examined him in your presence, and have not found this man guilty of any of your charges against him. Neither has Herod, for he sent him back to us. Indeed, he has done nothing to deserve death, I will therefore have him flogged and release him. Then they all shouted out together, Away with this fellow! Release Barabbas for us! 
There was a man who had been put in prison for an insurrection that had taken place in the city and for murder. Pilate, wanting to release Jesus, addressed them again, but they kept shouting, Crucify! Crucify him! A third time he said to them, Why? What evil has he done? I have found in him no ground for the sentence of death. I will therefore have him flogged and then release him. But they kept urgently demanding with loud shouts that he should be crucified, and their voices prevailed. So Pilate gave his verdict that their demands should be granted. He released the man they asked for, the one who had been put in prison for insurrection and murder, and he handed Jesus over as they wished. As they led him away, they seized a man, Simon of Cyrene, who was coming from the country and they laid the cross on him and made him carry it behind Jesus. A great number of the people followed him, and among them were women who were beating their breasts and wailing for him. But Jesus turned to them and said, Daughters of Jerusalem, do not weep for me, but weep for yourselves and for your children. For the days are surely coming when they will say, Blessed are the barren, and the wombs that never bore, and the breasts that never nursed. Then they will begin to say to the mountains, Fall on us, and to the hills, Cover us. For if they do this when the wood is green, what will happen when it is dry? Two others also, who were criminals, were led away to be put to death with him. When they came to the place that is called the skull, they crucified Jesus there with the criminals, one on his right and one on his left. Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. And they cast lots to divide his clothing. And the people stood by watching, but the leaders scoffed at him, saying, He saved others. Let him save himself if he is the Messiah of God, his chosen one. The soldiers also mocked him, coming up and offering him sour wine and saying, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was also an inscription over him, This is the king of the Jews. to try. 
One of the criminals who were hanged there kept deriding him and saying, Are you not the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other rebuked him, saying, You do not fear God, since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? And we indeed have been condemned justly, for we are getting what we deserve for our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. He replied, Truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. Meanwhile, standing near the cross of Jesus were his mother and his mother's sister, Mary the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing beside her, he said to his mother, Woman, 
Here is your son. Then he said to the disciple, Here is your mother. And from that hour, the disciple took her into his own home. From noon on, darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. And about three o'clock, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lima sabachnachthi, that is, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of the bystanders heard it, they said, this man is calling for Elijah. At once, one of them ran and got a sponge, filled it with sour wine, put it on a stick, and gave it to him to drink. But the others said, Wait, let us see whether Elijah will come to save him. In the morning, when I rise, in the morning, when I rise, 
in the morning when I rise give me Jesus give me Jesus give me Jesus you can Give me Jesus When I am alone When I am alone Oh, when I am alone Give me When I come to die When I come to die Oh, when I come to die Give me Just give me Jesus. Jesus.
After this, when Jesus knew that all was now finished, he said, in order to fulfill the scripture, I am thirsty. A jar full of sour wine was standing there, so they put a sponge full of the wine on a branch of hyssop and held it to his mouth. When Jesus had received the wine, he said, It is finished. Then he bowed his head and gave up his spirit.
the sun's light failed, and the curtain of the temple was torn in two. Then Jesus, crying with a loud voice, said, Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. Having said this, he breathed his last. When the centurions saw what had taken place, he praised God and said, Certainly this man was innocent. And when all the crowds who had gathered there for this spectacle saw what had taken place, they returned home, beating their breasts. But all his acquaintances, including the women who had followed him from Galilee, stood at a distance watching these things. <clears throat> 